0: clear out the side let's see if a double team comes they go one-on-one randall launching as the late rapper pop smoke from new york would say welcome to the party i don't like you because you're dangerous that's right nice man i am dangerous What's up? What's up? What's up? Sport card collectors and investors. Welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary, your host. Guys, it is a great time to be a fan of the NBA. So much exciting stuff happening. You don't have to know that the Bulls and Sixers went to double overtimes last night to have me tell you. This is an important time of year where contenders and pretenders are showing their true colors when teams are rising to the occasion And a guy like Julius Randall last night can go off for 56, 57 points and still lose a game. I don't understand. This is March Madness. In fact, uh, first of all, guys, collectors and investors in basketball cards, thank you for finding and listening to our show. Hoops and Cards as a podcast has been around for a couple of years. We do several theme shows on a regular basis. We do Basketball Cards 101. Episodes for those of you that are brand new to this or just starting out again, or have a friend that you want to like educate in the hobby. That's always a good thing to have a resource like those podcasts. But uh, another theme show that we do is five buys, players or products, things to look for in the card market moving forward. I love resources that help tell me what's happened lately or what's happened in the past, like market movers. And I listened to some other sports card podcasts. Thankful for Lucas Tigers and Bronze. Thankful for Card Talk. Thank you for uh, the guys over there at Pack to the Future. You guys are incredible. <clears throat> Cards to the Moon. I don't know what stuff you listen to, everybody. Sports card investor podcasts. Sports card strategy show. One of my all-time favorites was on with Paul Hickey there this morning to talk about the NBA and uh, players really playoffs or sell-offs. And uh, that's That's the season that we're in. We talk about this time of year being a make-or-break year for a lot of NBA teams, but also for me as a card collector and investor, there are players who are going to have big moments in the next six to eight weeks as playoff series and playoff games bring out sometimes the best in a player or a team. And uh, that's when people want to buy their cards. That's when they are super popular and realizing, making good on some of their potential. So today, you guys, uh, you know, after we've spent a few episodes talking about Eastern Conference, bubble teams, you know, players that may or may not be relevant in a month. And then Western Conference, that was the Wild Wild West episode that dropped, actually dropped this morning. So maybe you're listening to this a couple days from now. Uh, You know, we record these five buys episodes and uh, I wanted to talk with you about five buys that are obvious and when I say obvious they're going to be names that you all know that you all uh, follow see highlights of they they're it's not their first time in the playoffs. Not the first time we would say, "Man, that guy's cards; those are going to be hot," you know. But uh, five obvious guys who have the chance to take their careers and their teams to the next level, and and really, it looks like at at some point one of these players is going to win this year's NBA championship. I've written down six names that I think are obvious. So it's actually six buys. It doesn't it doesn't ring as true. Six picks, maybe six dudes six ballers and uh those for you that like to invest in players or collect any of these players because you love them great but if you like to invest in in players who man not just the big moment in may or june but they're gonna have great careers they're in the midst of building hall of fame legacies these five players that i've mentioned and quite honestly uh A lot of them are in their prime or entering their prime. So we're going to be here for a few years talking about these names. We have been already with uh, the first guy I'm going to mention is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Dude is on fire. One of the three finalists in my mind for the MVP card values there for him at all price points, not just rookie cards, but uh, with, with these players, if you're going for the top player, then go for the top grade, a, a, a PSA 10 card of Giannis or a PSA or a, a BGS 9.5, SGC 9.5. Like go for a great card that people are going to want in a month. Look at every price point, card ladder, market movers app. I use market movers app a lot lately to price compare and to pick. You can pick six cards or eight cards and look at their charts Look at what all the different Giannis cards have done over the last three months. And you can even go back to like three years and see, okay, when this card hit its peak, what does the PSA 10 prism of Giannis Antetokounmpo from 2013 and 14, what does that do when the market gets excited about a finals run, Bucks and Six? You know, Giannis is an easy pick for this list, but I've also got four other obvious players whose teams are at the top of their conferences You know, if uh, Philly was in the West, they'd be number one in the West with that record. So I I like Joel Embiid as a buy right now. I know centers aren't always the best sellers or the most popular, but Embiid could win the MVP unless he misses any more games. Dude, don't you dare load manage. Don't you dare sit out and then whine about not getting the MVP again. I I can't stomach it. I know you're a dominant player. We all know Joel Embiid is a dominant player, but if all you've got is, hey, I sat out another 20 games this year and I'm cranky-faced about not getting it. Guess what? You're not getting it again. The Joker is the other big man buy right now as Denver's healthy. They're going to finish with the one seed in the West. They've got other guys that can step up and score. I don't know if you've seen Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal Murray or Aaron Gordon lately, but that team is their team. Their team. They're consistent over the course of the season. Clearly the best in the West. Clearly. The best in the West. I don't, I don't. It seems like the other talented teams have issues. Uh, oh, Alexa, stop. You ever have that happen? Alexa, you set an alarm for something and uh, you forgot that you said it. Well, that that's what's just happened to me. Alexa like runs our house. So. Uh, not sure about that. Okay, maybe she, maybe she doesn't run the house. Uh, but Giannis, Jason Tatum, the Joker, Joel Embiid and Luka Doncic. Now, if you don't like Luca because Dallas is on the bubble, I get it, but dude is known for big scoring performances in the playoffs, and with him and Kyrie, maybe there's a a version of this where they're just saving their mojo, they're saving their best performances for when they know it matters in May, you know, against the Clippers, against the Nuggets, against the Memphis Grizzlies, when there is no answer for what Kyrie can do. There is no answer for what Luka Doncic can do I just I just don't love teams that think they can all of a sudden pick up in a month and play like world beaters because you've got other teams that they're ready for it too. Uh Memphis going to be ready John Morant was almost on this list little bit of a risk right now with what what he is coming back off of this and uh, and, and his decision making just as a human. But those six guys I like, Giannis, Tatum, Jokic, Embiid, Luka, and Ja. long-term dudes that are probably all headed for the Hall of Fame, right? What can I say? There are still card bargains in each of their... There's not as much love for the centers. You need to know that as a one thing. There's not as much chance that you're going to be able to resell and make money on centers. But one of them is going to win the MVP, I think. They could wind up meeting each other in the finals. And I don't know if you remember what Embiid did to Joker in uh in january when they went head to head but it wasn't pretty and bead was awesome and at the same time i don't know if nikola Jokic really cares he, he's like i can step up and dominate when i feel like it and some random weekend in january like guess what joker's been doing it every week of the entire season and he's gonna do it in may and june so i think there's a there's a gear for denver uh that, that they're ready to to take that leap but those are the obvious plays in the five buys. After the break I'm going to come at you with some some not so obvious guys to, to chase or to guys to think about that I'm I'm looking at and buying myself. And then there's some step-ups, some emerging, you know, rising stars that that have a chance to be super relevant or super popular as buy and sells in May that uh you might want to add to your I just listed this on eBay for sale list because you've got those players' cards, and you want to sell, strike while the iron's hot, sell while the popularity and the big night for a player drives up their card value. The eBay searches: what are people searching for? What do they buy? And think about those things if you want to sell, right? And list them accordingly. So the five obvious ones are Giannis, Tatum, Jokic, Embiid, and Luca. And uh, let's let's get a quick break. We'll be back with some not so obvious fellas. wizards what kind of name is that anyway for a basketball team the wizards what are they <laughs> like magicians the hoods all right everybody we're back i want to talk to you about some not so obvious guys who are headed for the playoffs that are going to play big roles key roles on their teams and they are right now as uh, the playoff picture takes shape i'm uh, in fact, I look at the guys on this list. I've got all five in my watch list on eBay. So personal disclosure, these are guys I'm actually putting my money where my mouth is. And I'm, I'm putting my buys on some of these guys. The not-so-obvious five. that uh, Maybe I've already missed some of the run-up in their card values, but I think, I believe, I can't say I know because anybody could get injured. But these five players... They look primed and ready for an amazing playoff performance. And uh, actually, let me check the record on one of these teams. Let me go in order of where their teams are ranked, sort of as a countdown here. I'm going to go with a player who's currently on the fifth-ranked team in the West, but I think they could make it to the fourth-ranked team. I'm talking about the LA Clippers. So they have this player who has won championships who has an MVP award? Who is playing like an MVP caliber player right now? But right now, very few in the card market know about it, care, can like realize that there has been a um, a reawakening. The next chapter of Kawhi Leonard's career is being written right in front of our faces, people. And I don't come to you as a Clippers fan. I'm not sitting here going, oh, Bones Highland's going to Paul George and Russell Westbrook. Like, this is Kawhi Leonard's team, and Kawhi is back to being Kawhi. And he's added a lethal three-point shot to his arsenal. The Clippers are scary. That's that's all there is to it. They're scary. They've got all those other supporting cast around them. They've got Zubots and they got Terrence Mann. They've got Norman Powell. They've got guys that can bring off the bench that can just hurt you. And um, Nick Batum, nothing to sneeze at, although I wouldn't sneeze at anyone. I think you you cover your mouth or you sneeze away from the person or you sneeze into a Kleenex. Certainly do not sneeze at Nick Batum because that dude is a uh, 3&D guy. I think next to the, the words 3&D in the dictionary is a big picture of the Frenchman Nick Batum, so that's my little rabbit trail that I didn't plan on going down. Kawhi Leonard is a good buy because the Clippers are good. He's very, very good again. And uh, the upside is real. Guys, the, the market for Kawhis, it's going up as I talk. Like, it's it's just a thing. So he's his team's ranked fifth. I think they could finish fourth. I think they could host a playoff series against Phoenix. And wouldn't you love it? Like, if it looks like it's shaken down like this, Kawhi and the Clippers against Kevin Durant and the Suns, guess who's not choking? Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Guess who's cranky, load-managey, injury-prony, shrinks back from big moments? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Chris Paul, you're listening to a podcast that I'm not anti-Phoenix. I don't. But it just it just seems like whenever there's a big, big, bright stage and a challenge, like, yes, KD is clutch, but is KD going to win? Is KD going to play defense? Are, are the Clippers uh, well-coached, hungry, have a lot to prove, have as much superstar power as the Suns and more? They've got more. They do. So I like Kawhi. You know, here's the thing. Even if they go up against the Suns and lose a series, guess who's still going to have some huge games and have us all take a notice? It's Kawhi Leonard. Next guy that's not so obvious, coming back from injury just like Kawhi from the same rookie card class as Kawhi. Able to do a lot of big things in the playoffs and he's done it before. He's a champion. He's a three-time All-Star. Chris Middleton is good again, people. Very, very good. His first month or two back, yeah, They're working him in. They're building up his minutes. People are like, eh, it's not. It's it's Drew Holiday. He's the all-star. Well, yeah, yeah. This team has three all-stars. Chris Middleton has been scoring a lot more lately and running the offense in a way that Drew doesn't want to or have to. Chris Middleton is the guy and uh, people are starting to buy his cards off eBay. It's It's kind of annoying. Like I had all these cards in my watch list. I was going to buy some PSA tens for less than a hundred bucks of Chris Middleton's 2012 prism, Uh, whoever you are, thanks for nothing. You went in and bought my cards. I watch this. They're like practically my, my collection already. And Nope. Somebody else is smarter and faster than me at pulling the trigger on Chris Middleton's who once he gets in those primetime games in a series against Whoa, the Cavs. Whoa, the Knicks. Whoa, the Sixers. Guess what? Everybody knows Giannis is going to get him some 30 and 10 and 10. What they're not ready for is Chris Middleton getting 30 and 10 assists. It's going to happen. Chris Middleton, not so obvious, but we shouldn't be surprised when he does it. He's sort of like the Jalen Brown of Milwaukee. And speaking of Jalen Brown, hmm, he's on my not obvious, awesome playoff superstar, ready to go list. A two-way player. A guy that's going to score 25-30 a night in the playoffs on big stages. Could he win his first championship with Jason Tatum alongside him? I'm not really sure who the the alpha dog is here. Because I've seen too many games where Jalen Brown is it. He's him. I like Jalen Brown, 2016 cards. Not obvious. Let me get to two guys who are not obvious. I already said Kawhi, Chris, Jalen. Let me talk about Sacramento. I can't believe we're here and it's almost playoff time. And we're talking about Sacramento, the Kangs, the Kangs. And as much as I would say, avoid Davion Mitchell cards. I don't know why we're still, why I even said his name. De'Aaron Fox is the bomb.org. No, he's the bomb.com. He's awesome. And uh, fast, fun, the next, you know, how many Kentucky, how many Kentucky alumni are we going to say bye this player. Bye, this guy's on fire. Bye. Oh, my gosh. De'Aaron Fox. Second team All-NBA? Mm. About to have some big playoff series and home games on, on national TV? Mm. If the Kings were second or third in December, we'd all be laughing at this. Like, we're laughing at Laurie Markkinen and the Jazz contending hopes right now. But we're not laughing at the Kangs right now. We're laughing at people that don't know about him yet and the Aaron Fox PSA 10 rookies that are available online for way too cheap. So there's a guy, there's a dog, not obvious. And then the guy that, you know, I'm going to mention the guy that I talked about a bit today on the sports card strategy show with Paul Hickey is Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey is back, back in the starting lineup, back, healthy, back taking lots of threes, back playing defense and smiling and running the offense and given, given James Harden another super scorer to pass to, given Joel Embiid another guy to pick and pop with. I love I love what I see in this young player. I love what I see in his card market right now. Uh, full disclosure, I've been in on Tyrese Maxey for two years, right? So I'm not trying to pump and dump. I'm just trying to say, why? I don't even have a lot of expensive Tyrese Maxey cards. I maybe have one or two that I'm like, that's a real, that's a, that's a serious, story. I've got a bunch of like, raw base rookies of his select cards and I'm like why did I buy these well it's Tyrese Maxey okay I'm I'm good with it uh but no seriously he did it last season in the playoffs first time young player big stage scoring 30 didn't he have like a 41 point game in the playoffs last year come on uh he's going to do it again he he is going to do it again period the sixers are are much better whatever process you trusted this this season is why you trusted it Embiid could be the MVP. The Sixers could get to the Eastern Conference Finals and win it, and win it, stay healthy. I mean, finally, Harden and Embiid have had a season together, and they look so good. Guys, I've seen the Cavaliers just embarrass the Celtics for three wins against Boston, overtime wins, where, yeah, Donovan Mitchell and Evan Mobley and Darius Garland, they did all the things, and the Celtics fell short. But I've also seen the Sixers come to Cleveland and just confuse the Cavs, just frustrate the Cavs, just hit big shot after big shot. It's really hard to stop Embiid and Harden. That's bad enough. But when you've got another guy that can score 20 plus every night and his name isn't Tobias, his name is Tyrese. We bring him in in the fourth quarter. He's the spark plug. He's the energy. Tyrese isn't paying me to say this. He is another not obvious guy who's going to have a big playoff run. Now, let me get to a few step ups. I'm not going to spend as much time on these guys. But guys who, well, two of them, they love having the ball in their hands in the fourth quarter, and they're going to have some big moments to shine. So I wouldn't be surprised if Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson are major, major scorers in the playoffs for teams that make a deep run. Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson stepping up. A couple of young players that have stepped up their game. Actually, let me say three for sure that have stepped up their game and they may or may not do it in the playoffs. I'm not making a big pick. I don't know what to think about Brooklyn. They're still number six in the East. I don't know how that's possible. What do you mean? You traded Kyrie and you traded Kevin Durant and you're still playoff relevant with two weeks to go? Yeah, yeah. Mikael Bridges. He's the man. But I thought he was just a defensive stopper. I thought he was just the, the Dylan Brooks of the, I thought he was the, Dude, 25 a game. Brooklyn, they got a star on their hands. They got they got Bridges, who is a three level scorer. He's very comfortable with the ball in his hands and not afraid of a challenge. So I like Mikel Bridges stepping it up over these next four weeks. The other guy who started to step up, not just as a defensive player of the year candidate, but as a scorer, is Jaron Jackson Jr. J. Jaron Yaron Jackson Jr as Alexa calls him. Alexa, who is Jaron Jackson Jr.? Listen to this. Yaron Walter Jackson. Yep. Walter Jackson. Okay. Alexa thinks that his name is Yaron. Well, JJJ. Basketball for Michigan Yeah, he State. did. He played for Michigan State. Scoring, shooting, doing more with Ja out. Maybe he'll continue because they need scoring punch outside of John ja and Desmond Bay, and they need him to be an inside scorer, and he can. He can. So, Jared Jackson Jr., I like his... Buys. I also like Evan Mobley stepping it up uh, over these last 10, 15 games as a scorer. This could be that moment where he emerges as the best rookie, the best rookie by, the best rookie moving forward from the 21 class. I know we all like Scotty Barnes. I know we all think Cade Cunningham's good. He is. Who's the other dude? Uh, shoot. Who's the other guy? Oh, Jalen Green. Like that kid can score. He's a great scorer, but like Mobley's already in the playoffs. He's going to have meaningful series, big performances ahead of him against who guys like Mitchell Robinson and Robert Williams, III and Joel Embiid. And, you know, it's going to be fun to watch what Evan can do now. He's, he's doing it. The other guy that I would say as a step up and I'm not predicting this, I just, I hope it happens for his sake. He is a fun kid, fun player to watch fun team to get behind when things are working right, the Minnesota Timberwolves. uh, If Anthony Edwards is going to be healthy and playing again in the next couple of weeks, I would love as a just as an NBA fan, love to see him take the stage that uh, seems to be there for him to be the leading scorer on a playoff team that wins a series or does something meaningful here in these next four to six weeks. So Anthony Edwards is my watch it, watch for him to step up. I think he can do it. I know Jamal Murray can do it, but I I think it'd be so much fun to see Anthony Edwards actually take that next step. And uh, I say that for card collectors and investors everywhere who, who came into this season saying, that's the guy that's, that's the pick of the last two or three rookie classes, Anthony Edwards, super scorer, young Young player, tons of potential, superstar personality, team that's got playoff runs already, you know, they're already starting that stuff. But then there's the drama, the bear trade, the Carl Anthony Towns injuries, the how do we fit around D'Angelo Russell? Oh, we don't, so we get Mike Conley. Like, I'm I'm concerned for that whole franchise, but Anthony Edwards is is a constant bright spot. Love to see him healthy and make a run. So, guys, that's what I got for you. Um, You want to check out market movers. Great. Use the hoops and cards promo code. You get a a dollar for your first month of whatever level of service that you want there. I use that to compare players and to compare cards prices uh, to see buying opportunities in the market. Like the Jason Tatum, Donruss rated rookie. There's, there's, there's a lot of good, good plays right now, but mostly I'm waiting till October, November to spend. That's in the off season. That's the lull. If I can't, if I can't get in on, The players I mentioned to you today, the obvious guys, let's review. Giannis Tatum, Jokic, Embiid, Luka, and Ja. The not obvious, Kawhi Chris, Jalen Brown, Tyrese Maxey, De'Aaron Fox. The step-ups, Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, Mikael Bridges, or Michael, whatever you you call it, call it, just don't. Jaron Jackson Jr., Evan Mobley, and Anthony Edwards. You probably didn't hear any new names today. You didn't hear me make the case for Jalen Williams as the number two star on the the Thunder going forward. You didn't hear me say, "Hey, Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Thunder, not taken this year." You didn't hear me say he's the best buy going into this. I could be wrong, and he might be. But guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching our show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already, because we're cranking out these videos. It's not just me and the the voice. It's me and the. I got a haircut, so it's, it's me and the me and the haircut. As Steve Chapman once said, I got my ears lowered and I thought I'd share it with the world. So guys, signing off. Hope you have an awesome week following the NBA. If you're in Canton, I'll see you at the show on Saturday. This has been Hoops and Cards for you, collectors and investors. Have a great week. Uh, Listen, Brunson is a good player. They're making him look like... uh Kyrie Irving. All right. Take care now. Bye bye then.